0: check-a check-a check oh boy hello and welcome in the eric zane show podcast happens each and every day at about the same time live Right here in the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. It is the 18th of August, 2021. And the Eric Zancho Podcast begins now.
1: Yes, hello. Sean Gotti here. Coming to you from Raleigh, North Carolina. And there's not a single radio show around here that's worth a damn So I'm listening to the Eric Zane Show podcast, coming to you live Monday through Friday. So sit back, get your trays in the upright position, feet and elbows out of the aisle, because here he comes,
0: Eric Zane. Thank you, Sean. You know, I promised Kate I would have her new intro for her. I do have it, but I forgot to play it. It's right there. It says intro, Kate. Uh, Welcome in. Uh, this is a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures Monday through Friday, uh right here at about the same time. Thank you so much for your attendance. Please gather around, come on in uh welcome uh last night, I sat in here from about nine to ten p m uh recording. One hour of podcasting for people who have never heard me before. So that's a little different. Um, What I'm referring to is something I talked about earlier in the week with my new networking effort and the uh, new um, comrades that I've met over at Compound Media. I was blessed with the opportunity to uh, put at least one hour of content uh, up on their uh, platform with Anthony Cumia. Now, I mean, I guess, uh, I mean, I I was requested to do that. And uh, now, hell, they might take a look at it and go, ah, hard pass. It's it's just not happening. That would be a bummer. That would crush my soul. Uh, That would result in some sulking, maybe sticking out my lip. Uh, but I don't know. I, I, I think it went pretty well yesterday. I sat in this room, uh, for an hour and, uh, basically did what I'm doing right now, but to a brand new audience. So a little bit of uh, uh Hey, this is who I am. This is why I'm doing what I'm doing. And then off I went doing what I do every day, trying to, uh, engage people who may be checking it out huge opportunity for your old pal eric if if uh, that is received well i might be blessed with the opportunity to be able to do that again and that would be big for me and i have talked about this many times a guy like me you know i have uh little victories you know when i see that you're enjoying the show when I see that somebody signs up on Patreon or buys a stinking T-shirt or I, I get somebody to uh, market themselves or advertise on the podcast, those are all big moments in my world. So to suddenly be approached after I appeared with Anthony—well, that was a huge deal in it, in its own right. Uh, hey, yeah, why don't you why don't you record an hour? We'll see how it goes. You know, no, uh, nothing. Nothing major. Just uh, record an hour. Let's see how, Let's see if people like it. So, I feel pretty good about it, and uh, I'll 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 keep you informed. It is uh, another fantastic Wednesday that this show happens, and uh, I I want to get this out of the way. Uh, I am pretty much empty on questions for dear meathead with my beloved 87 year old father who continues to beat back the uh, uh, telltale signs of dementia somehow. It, it's like he's winning the war with dementia. And, I mean, uh, seriously, it's like uh, years ago, he calls me and goes, Eric, yeah, I have dementia. Oh, my God. Okay, bye. And then, like, it's been the same ever since. So I don't know what he's doing, but I'm like, keep doing it. Very active, 87-year-old. You know, he's, my dad's old school, you know. He comes from the old country, and uh, he, he gets up every day, and after he has his coffee and maybe his breakfast, he goes out in the yard and, like, uh, does yard work. But it, is, it isn't like regular yard work. He just basically picks up leaves, like, with his hands. So he's constantly bending over and working. Which, you know, you do that for five hours. That's, that's not the easiest thing. But every single day, that is his life. And then, you know, with the garden there, he's causing, oh, I must weed the garden, guy. The guy is uh, an absolute dynamo. Goes on walks. Probably has sex. But uh, anyway, I need questions for Dear Meathead. Uh, if you have them, send them along. Eric at com. Like I said, I have uh, virtually nothing here. I haven't heard from him in a couple of weeks with the vacation, so I'm excited about that. Thanks to the folks who are watching this on Facebook, brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Okay. Despite Megan's uh, opinion that Tesla cars are great for the world, I think she was saying something about that yesterday. I'm like, no, they're not. Uh, You should take your cars to Irvine's. Please share the Facebook uh, broadcast, if you will, and give it a like. On Twitter, a Periscope video brought to you by Blue Frost IT. Please retweet it with a snarky comment, and off you go. And then on YouTube, uh, brought to you by uh, My Policy Shop Insurance. More info at buyinsurancehere.com. He can help you out with anything in the marketplace, Medicare, dental insurance, uh, well, pretty much everything. And more and more and more is translated to I can't remember. Buyinsurancehere.com, YouTube, Eric Zane Show. I I still am struggling. I haven't really done anything to treat it with this uh, ridiculous fat lip that I have. After, uh, is is there anything worse? Well, there's a lot worse, but I mean, it is just a shocking thing when you're sitting there chewing your favorite food and uh and and how pleasant that is to eat something fantastic and then suddenly it's like uh you know somebody took a stapler and stapled your mouth when you bite your freaking lip oh and you, it, it actually makes a noise it makes a crunching sound when you if you do it just right I was bitching about this the other day and that exactly that exact thing happened. It was a oh my God. And then you uh, you go you check it to see if it's bleeding, actual blood on your fingers. And then uh you know, you've got limited time. Well, for me, any abrasion on the inside of my mouth results in a ridiculous canker sore. If you have never had one of these, it is, it is just a disaster. It's like the inside of your mouth gets eaten away and, oh, so I've got abrasions from where I bit it, like two of them, one for the upper teeth, one for the lower teeth. And then they, they, it grows into a damn canker sore and it grows together into one big super sore, super canker. So that is, uh, that is affecting me again. Uh, again, I feel like somebody slugged me in the face. I got this fat lip, stupid, and it's bugging the shit out of me. So if I seem like it's, uh, my God. Mm. I discovered my own cure, though. Now, this is how stupid I am. <sighs> this actually works. Have I done it? to treat my canker sore? No. I haven't done anything. But if I feel one uh, growing on the inside of my mouth, like I do right now, all I, I discovered that if I take uh, Listerine, okay, uh, doesn't matter the variety of it, and take a Q-tip and dip it in there and then put it right on there, and, man, it hurts like a bitch. Uh put it right on there and then uh rinse the mouth out with that stuff. It does a number on it and then it kind of stops it in its tracks it's not nearly as uh as 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 painful and then it just kind of fades now I discovered this on my own like many many years ago. After years of suffering through these monster canker sores. There was actually times that I like uh, uh, was on the verge of like not going to work. And because you talk such, I see as I discuss this, I've got some homemade remedies that are flying out of audience members. Patriot Nick suggests gargle with salt water. I've done that and it has not affected me. It hasn't helped. I think each individual has to discover their own treatment. That works for him. Jackie says sauerkraut, and then it says sit in your mouth. Now, I hope that's not a typo, and she means shit in your mouth, because that would be weird. Jackie indicates that she used to get them from food allergies, Haven't had them in a long time. All right. I have some really fantastic news. The queen of the forest, my beloved wife. Let me take you through this scenario. We're driving on our uh, trip uh, this past couple of weeks. And she sees on... Uh, Indeed.com or one of those sources or whatever that uh, uh, near where where we live, a uh, local organization is hiring for a uh, professional who um, I guess this this job could be described as um, working with families whose children are put into foster care or something like that. Or a uh, placement of children and trying to reunite families. It's a uh, it's a very involved involved gig with uh, a lot of logistics and things like that. A lot of uh, working with families, okay, uh, vulnerable people. And uh, she she sees that and she goes. I th- I think I might like this job. Now now she has a job. Uh, she works with autistic children. At uh, in the school, okay, and um, you know it is a uh, demanding, demanding job, and um, without trying to sound insulting, uh, she works very, very hard, and um, I, I'm I'm not kidding you. You could walk into McDonald's and get the same pay uh, with even more benefits, and uh, I. That's definitely a problem, in my opinion, if you are um, operating the school system, because if you have uh, professional people helping um, autistic and other uh, cognitively impaired uh, young people, I, I would think that that would require a, uh, a, a, a little more of, a, uh, uh, of money in your pocket and, and just things like that. And and uh, if you ask any teacher, especially ones that work in special education, how vital a parapro is, they'd be like, oh, my God, I'd be lost without my parapro. But for seven years, the queen of the forest has done this job flawlessly. She has an unbelievable knack for connecting with these people, these, these young people. And, um, man, uh, it's, it, she is a, a absolute dynamo, a sight to behold. And, uh, there has been nothing that has made her think, um, uh, you know, I just, I don't, she hasn't gotten bitter about it. And, uh, uh, I, I'm not going to lie to you. The, uh, uh or I'm not going to, uh, couch this. Uh, the job pays her just over like $14,000 a year. So it is, um, it is what it is. There's no benefits. There's no insurance. There's nothing like that. And uh, she's been very happy, but she saw this opportunity. And she's like, hmm. Now, if you double that amount of money, that's still not a lot of money. But if you're used to making the money that I told you she's making, that's a lot more money. Well, this job uh, is, is uh, m- like one and a half times the uh, salary. It's, it, would be an, it would be a change in life amount of money for her. Okay. So she's looking at the requirements of this job when we're on our trip. And she goes, you know, I think I'm going to apply. And, but what was holding her back? And uh, she was this, she goes, but I don't know if I want to leave the school and, and the kids in the lurch, because this is right at the start of the school year. She goes, I don't feel good about that. I go, hold up. Remember that scene in Cinderella Man when the fight promoter says, uh, my heart is for my family, my uh Balls in my brain are for business. I'm probably getting that wrong, but you get the idea. I go, don't think for a second that if there's some budget cuts that happen in any school system, that they're not willing to drop the hammer on somebody. It doesn't work that way. Loyalty it, uh, goes to the family. Always. You do what's right for, and for yourself. You do what you feel is right. And if you're comfortable and think all right this is what i want to do and this is my life's work i'm going to stay here uh, go for it but you're also looking at a job that gives you uh, immense uh, perks and benefits and it isn't just the money there's all sorts of intangibles and i go and honestly uh there's been about a million one times in in the world that somebody has started a job because they thought the grass was greener like you're considering now and then it hasn't worked out. And then they've made such great inroads with the previous job. They just go back. You can always go back. So, I mean, I just, uh, I'm talking to her and I'm like, ah, this is just something to consider. Um. So she thinks about it. And uh, she goes, I'm going to do it. I'm going to apply. So she, uh, now we're on the road. She calls up. Jacqueline my daughter and uh I go hey I want you to go to the computer and forward mom's resume to me so we can and she takes she comes to this computer she's looking at it now I haven't really uh I I helped her make her previous resume and then so Jackie opens it up while I'm on the phone with her and she's like dad this thing looks shitty I go what are you talking about she goes who who made this resume for her? I go uh me. She goes, "Oh god." She goes, "Yeah, you 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 don't know what the fuck you're doing." What are you talking about? She goes, "Yeah, it's just it just looks really uh I don't know, poverty. It just looks like shit. You 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 got to dress it up and it's just it looks very basic. It's just it stinks." <laughs> I go, "Well, well, congratulations. You've just uh You just have a new job. She goes, no, no, I definitely am going to do it. Let me just do the whole thing over again, and I'll just send it to you. Okay, sounds good. Smell you later. Bye-bye. So that was cool. And uh, then we get the resume. We upload it. She applies. uh, They call. And um, she had an interview yesterday. So that was cool. You know, I mean, that's a big thing. She, uh, it was nervous as hell about this. I go, you got nothing to be nervous about. You got nothing to lose. You have a job. Just go in there, be you, answer the questions that you can answer and let that beautiful personality, that, uh, Irish redhead personality shine. They should hire you on that alone. You know? Uh, so, she calls me up, and she goes, oh, man, it went, it went really well. I think I'm going to get it. I go, what? No kidding. And she goes, yeah, I think th- they're already indicating. I go, wow. And sure enough, by the end of the day, they called her and gave her that job. She got that fucking job just like that. And I'm like, holy shit, look at you go. So then uh, she she went ahead and, and uh, uh, put in her resignation with the school, and that's huge. And I, 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 she, It was bittersweet, you know? Uh, and now that, so look, Hey, let me just, let me just throw, throw in this right now. Uh, uh, if you want to do the, uh, uh, the very, very, uh, rewarding job of a uh, paraprofessional in Jenison, Michigan, yeah, there is an opening. Uh, yeah, this, this job has a lot of demands, but if you've got some, uh, uh want to offer up some part-time hours, I know I didn't exactly, uh, paint it. and look, it is a great job because if you like working with children, And, uh, I mean, again, you you aren't going to be uh, making a ton of money, but there is an opening. Uh, The Queen of the Forest is ending her reign there. And um, so, yeah, that's that's exciting. I'm extremely uh, excited for her. So, I mean, she's getting right after it, too. So, holy shit. This was like the news of the day yesterday. Um, So, all right. Yes, congrats. I see uh, a lot of uh, the uh, accolades already rolling in. Thank you to all of you. Very, very cool. Very, very sweet. Uh, Chris says, did she work with Tony, blind Tony, back in the day? No. Okay. I indicated to you that she's dealing with autistic and cognitively uh, impaired individuals. Uh, Tony is not any of those things. I'm like, wait, how did I get to be uh, involved in this? Blind Tony doing fantastic uh, in Alaska. All right. So that's, uh, that's kind of what's burning on my brain right now. Uh, once again, with Dear Meathead happening, uh, I, I see uh, Megan has already reached out. Megan from Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Uh, ripped from the headlines. If you had a self-driving car, what would you do on road trips? Let's back up, Megan. Let's kind of modify that with, uh, how do you feel about self-driving cars? And then, okay, so I'm kind of going to modify what you wrote. What would you do on road trips? I'm anxious to hear what, uh, what he says. Um. All right. All right. Um let's see here. Baseball announcer Jack Morris. Okay. Earlier this week, well yesterday's show. Was it yesterday's show? No, it was Monday's show. I was uh, giving you the story about the uh Asian lady on the Appalachian Trail. And in that story, the only way to tell that story is by explaining to you that she turned around and spoke to us in what I thought was her native language. Because to me, this is all I heard. And then somehow Diana answered, oh, about a half mile. And so I was floored by that. And I don't want to go back and relive the whole damn story. But I was doing what I did. I was using that Asian uh, impression. Now, thank God for this format of doing content. Because um, you are absolutely fired if you do what I just did. In any type of uh, radio or television. You are fucked. Okay? And that's bullshit. Uh, I think it is absolutely hilarious to do any type of accent of any person anywhere, no matter what. Jewish, French, Italian, Irish, British, uh, Asian, black guy, woman, doesn't matter. Fuck everybody if they have a problem with it. And that's how I feel. Uh, Jack Morris is what a beast of a pitcher this guy was Oops. Uh, for the Detroit Tigers, Minnesota Twins, and Toronto Blue Jays. And I, I think he won a World Series. Know, I know he won a World Series with the Tigers in 84 because I watched it. And I'm pretty sure he won them with both Minnesota and Toronto. Just a beast. Really fierce competitor. Hall of Famer. Now he does uh, color commentary for the Detroit Tigers. Last night, the Tigers and the Angels are playing. And uh, they're talking about uh, Shoei Otani. He's Japanese. And that, that, I, I love that guy's story. The fact that he's a pitcher, but he just he hits home runs like a power hitter. Absolutely fantastic. He can throw the ball 100 miles an hour, and he hit a 500-foot home run. So, I mean, like he pitches in the American League, and he bats if he's pitching. And if he's not pitching, they'll like, uh, well, I think they'll put him at a position or they'll make him the DH. He is an absolute freak, Otani. He hardly speaks any English. He's, he usually speaks with an interpreter. Um Jack Morris. Did this, and now well, he's probably he's probably going to get fired. Check this out.
1: Now, what do you do with Shohei Ohtani? Be very, very careful.
0: You walk him. <laughs> Whoever the other guy is, oh, you walk him. He probably ignores that. But uh, Jack saying be very, very careful uh, is is. <laughs> uh oh, you're in trouble. You're dead. This is 2021, Jack. You know? Uh, uh, back, you know, 1980, you called a, you, you could have called him a C word rhymes with dink, and nobody would have had a problem. What do you do with Shohei Otani? No, no, I don't have the nerve to say it. There's no way I'm saying C rhymes with dink. C-H rhymes with dink. Uh-uh. I'm not doing it.
1: Be very, very careful.
0: I will do. I will say, be very, very careful. I'll do that. But uh, the the hairs go up on my on the back of my neck if in my joke I'm going to say "ch" rhymes with "dink." Honey,
1: be very, very careful.
0: You walk him. Okay. So now you're screwed. A couple more innings go by. Poor Jack. This is what he had to do.
1: Well, folks, uh, Shohei Ohtani has come to the plate, and uh,
0: it's been brought to like, my attention. This is like the next time Otani's batting.
1: Well, folks, uh, Shohei Ohtani has come to the plate, and uh, it's been brought to my attention, and I sincerely apologize if I offended anybody, especially anybody in the Asian community. For no. what I said about no. pitching and being careful to uh, Jose or Shohei Ohtani, I did not intend for any offensive thing, and I apologize if I did. Certainly, respect and have the utmost respect for this guy, and uh, don't blame a pitcher for walking him. Uh,
0: that's sad. Uh, in in my world, I mean, I would I would love to have the fuck you money. To say, let's just say, uh, no one knows it, but Jack Morris. I mean, I'm sure he's wealthy. He played baseball for years. He's done this type of thing. Let's just say he's got $10 billion. And they say, Jack, apologize. And he pulls a Kenny Powers and says, ah, okay, sounds good. And then actually, like, doubles down on it. If he actually says, "Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's been brought to my attention that uh, people didn't like it when I said, uh, when I did the uh, uh, accent of a – of a ch rhymes with dink, and uh, I just wanted to say uh, fuck you. Uh, it's funny, and uh, that's the way he—that's what he sounds like when he talks. So uh, uh, maybe not the ch rhymes with dink part. Uh, maybe just keep it ab- as, as above board as possible, and, and just say, uh, any of you people that are offended, uh, you can fuck off because I didn't mean anything by that. And if you talk to him, that's what he sounds like. So tough shit. You, I guess, you are gonna need to go to Shohei Otani. And uh, if you can get him to speak non-broken English, then I will modify the impression. But until then, I'm going to do an impression of him every time he steps to the plate from this day forward. Thank you. Fuck off. So. There it's swift. It is uh, very, very swift. And by the way, thank you to God. Look at this. This this is on fire. This story. Tyler sent me the story. Um, Chris K sent me the story. Michael Ball sent me the story. Uh, Okay. Tigers television analyst Jack Morris gave a lengthy apology, and then it basically described what we've already covered. Some felt Morris was being derogatory toward the Japanese. Well, first of all, that's not derogatory. Okay? Uh, what The words he said mattered. He was doing the accent, but... I don't care what you tell me. That is not derogatory. Others heard it differently. Some th- who are ma- some of these folks are like making like excuses for Jack and they go, Oh no, come on. And it says an Elmer Fudd type of diction. Uh, be very, very careful. No, that was not. This is not an Elmer Fudd. Yeah. 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 Because that makes sense. Shoei Otani, who speaks broken English, is coming to the plate. You have to, uh, hey, what do you do with it? Be, uh, be hunting wabbits. Be very, very careful. Come on. That's stupid.
1: Now what do you do with Shoei Otani? Uh, be very, better careful.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's Elmer Fudd. Um, or a take of Artie Johnson's famous quote, very interesting. Yeah, because everybody's doing uh, uh, Artie Johnson impressions nowadays. Come on, that's even more stupid. Morris apologized, blah, blah, blah. The Detroit News reached out. Bally Sports Detroit said nothing. Morris did not respond to a text message. The Angels declined to comment. Though... Through a team spokesman said manager Joe Madden said he hadn't heard Morris Morris's comment when asked by beat reporters following the game. Uh, here we go. Early Wednesday, the American uh, I'm sorry, the Asian American Journalists Association's sports task force. You know, the AAJASTF. ASTF issued a statement, task force. Come on, man. Uh, So, you know, if you're going to label yourselves the whatever, whatever, whatever task force, they're not going to take a a listen to Jack Morris and say, ah, he's he's fine. They're going to let him have it. You know? A uh, white guy, former athlete. Let's go. Let's let's go for it. Let's 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 rip out Jack Morris's throat. They issued a statement. They called Morris's apology, the apology, insensitive and ignorant, referencing only the words he chose but not the stereotypical racist accent he used. So, yeah, he did not say, he didn't, you know, so they, they, they wanted to, like, drill down to the most intricate of things of this. It's like, we get it. So that's what the uh, Asian American Journalists Association's Sports Task Force had to say. I'm sure that's a, that's a big group of people. Fuck you. Uh, they also write, they actually wrote this, and they they write it out every time. The Asian American Journalists Association Sports Task Force is disappointed and disturbed by Morris's attempt to provide analysis on a live broadcast in this manner, especially at a time when Asians in the United States are experiencing a sharp increase in anti-Asian hate which is resulting in harassment and attacks. So they're suggesting that Jack Morris uh, playfully saying that is going to lead to, uh, you know, some Asian lady out in front of the laundromat in New York city being attacked by a black guy. What a bunch of bullshit. They continued in his analysis. Would Morris have used an accent for an African American player Well, in my opinion, that would be a perfect scenario. I would laugh my balls off if he did. Uh, Here comes uh, so-and-so black guy. Uh, How do you handle him? Yeah, man, be fucking careful, yeah. A Hispanic or a Latin player, an Irish or Italian player, Morris, a member of the Baseball Hall of Fame should be held to a higher standard while serving a regional and national audience. All right, then they give a little bit of the uh, resume of Morris. Um, This article goes on to reference the media flap revolving around uh, Shohei Ohtani, which we talked about on the show. ESPN's Stephen A. Smith caught heat, uh, including from his colleagues at ESPN, and later apologized on the air when when he, he actually said, I don't think it helps baseball. That the number one face is a dude that needs an interpreter so you can understand what the hell he's saying in this country. Uh, Okay, that's like entirely different. That's 1 million percent different than what is going on here with Jack Morris. Um, So this is just stupid. My God. Holy shit. So, who knows what's ultimately going to happen here. Uh, would it surprise me if he gets fired over it? Absolutely not. We need to uh, look no further than uh, probably the most historic time that a baseball announcer did something that uh, resulting in uh, something terrible. Uh, we have to dig up. Um, is it Tom Bruneman? Is that the guy? the uh, Reds announcer, holy shit, i think it is yeah uh this is uh one of the most incredible sequences that uh has ever happened in sports broadcasting uh mimicked brockmeyer the uh t v show to some degree which by the way you 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 have to listen to the to the Brockmeyer podcast. Uh, Brock Meyer ended up getting fired in the show because I think he detailed his uh, his wife having an extramarital affair on the air and getting pounded by somebody he knew. Hilarious. Brenneman does not know he's on TV, and some of you already know this story. You've heard it many times. But it is 1 million percent worth worth uh, covering again because every single time I talk about this – um. Uh, it seems like I'm I'm hearing something for the first time. And there's always a new thing that I park on, it seems like. Uh, Tom Brenneman is having a discussion with someone in his headphones who you can't hear in the broadcast. Um, contextually, you're figuring out that uh, he's talking about uh, the next stop on the road trip or something like that. Who knows where they're going? Maybe San Francisco. Um, he doesn't know that he's back live. If you're watching it on TV, you would just see a shot of the field, and then you hear his voice but do not see his face as he lets it fly and says this about the community that he'll be uh, in for the next stop on the road trip
1: the fag capitals of the world. Reds Live, the pregame show presented by Ray St. Clair Roofing.
0: That's right. Ray St. Clair Roofing is, uh, is your sponsor. He had no idea when he came back that Reds Live brought to you by Ray St. Clair Roofing that when he said the F rhymes with bag capital of the world had went out and blasted out of the airwaves, my God. One of the fag capitals of the world. He really he really went after it there, too. I mean, uh the, when when he when he said F rhymes with fag, he really emphasized the FA. I mean, he he got after it. That's one of the that was one of the most epic versions of that word that's ever been said publicly.
1: One of the fag capitals of the world. Well oh. Red's Live! Red's Live, the pregame show presented by Ray St. Clair Roof.
0: There needs to be a documentary about what happened in the uh at Ray Saint Clair roofing when they heard their advertisement right after Tom Brennerman talked about the F rhymes with bag capital of the world. Um, they went to commercial. He has no idea, like the they actually did the whole inning. And people uh, in the broadcast are probably scrambling, figuring out what the hell. And Oh my God, did he just say what I think he said? He sure did. Well, he's got to fucking fix it. So somebody marches into the booth and says, dude, you just said this and you need to fix it. Okay. So, um, he does this weird apology, which I'll, I'll play for you. And then he says, I'm going to hand the, uh, reins of the broadcast off to my partner. So-and-so. And, uh, I'm riding off into the sunset, and he just he just left, and he, he he's never been seen again. Uh, he is doing baseball in uh, like the, the Puerto, Puerto Rican Winter league or something like that. He actually does have a job somewhere. And uh, like Brockmeyer, I think he's trying to uh, work his way back to the majors. It's kind of like a combination of Kenny Powers and Brockmeyer all into one story. But here's that apology. Oh, and don't forget, Nick Castellanos for the Red for the Reds steps to the plate while Brenneman is doing this apology, and he's still announcing the game. So he's doing the uh, uh, "Hey, uh, I'm about to be fired, so I'm gonna smell you later because I just said F rhymes with bag," and then Castellanos hits a home run. <laughs>
1: 3-0 ball game with the Reds in front of the Royals. We go to the top half of the fifth inning. I love this so Castellanos much. Castellanos to lead things off. Jim Day's going to be taking us the rest of the way through this game. As Holland takes over on the map. You,
0: you can hear the ball hitting the mitt, and the arm goes, Rick!
1: Um, I made a comment earlier tonight that uh, I guess uh, went out over the air that I am deeply ashamed of. Um, if I have hurt anyone out there, I can't tell you how much I say from the bottom of my heart, I'm so very, very sorry. Oh, come on. I pride myself and no, think of not. myself as a, a man of faith.
0: You see, you're fucking this up already. You just got to go with it. You just got to roll with it. Just say, yeah, I'm not, you know, I, I love saying that word. That's a great word. So from now on, if any of you are gay, I'm just going to use that word when I see you.
1: As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos,
0: it will be a home run. <laughs> it, and so that'll it, make it. A- he would still be that somber. If this was game seven in the World Series. Two outs, 3-2 count, in the bottom of the ninth with the man on and the Reds down by one. He would still be this, that, that, that not animated.
1: A 4 nothing ball game. Oh. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again.
0: No, you're. You I don't won't. know if
1: it's going to be for the Reds. I don't know if it's going to be for my bosses at Fox. I'm going to apologize for the people who signed my paycheck, for the Reds, for Fox Sports Ohio, for the people I work with, for anybody that I'm I've... I'm
0: to apologize a- to all of you F-rhymes with bags. ...fended
1: here tonight. I can't begin to tell you how deeply sorry I am. Okay. That is not who I am.
0: No, it is. Uh, it it is. never has it been.
1: It is, and it's okay. And I'd like to think maybe I could have some people that... Uh, they could back that up no, that's yeah
0: I, I would think so
1: i am very very sorry and i beg oh. for your forgiveness oh god that's embarrassing jim dale take you the rest of the way home
0: jim dale take you the rest of the way home jim dale sitting there with his look on his face like he just shit his pants He's like oh god i wish i had more of it. I, I wish you, oh, that's right uh yeah, and then jim dale saying oh there he goes tom brenneman tom smell you later See you in the Puerto Rican league. Way to, way to fuck up a good thing, dummy. And if Jim Dale says, by the way, he doesn't mean any of that shit. He used that word all the damn time. Uh, no, no big deal. Uh, yeah, in my, I don't believe that he's, uh, you know, hates gay people. But he does use that word all the time. Anybody that just throws that out, they use that word all the time. And look, I... Um, I'd be lying to you if I said I have never said that word or I've never said anything racist. I do that all the fucking time. You just don't hear it, okay? It just happens. It flies out of your mouth when you're making a joke. Is that? Do you think I'm racist or a homophobe or shit like that? Fuck no, you don't. Because I'm a human being. People say this shit all the time behind closed doors. Everybody does, okay? Well, maybe not everybody. So I, I... I totally understand. I mean, if I came out and started using uh, C-H rhymes with dink and uh, F rhymes with bag and and any other horrible word, I would expect that this would be the end of the podcast. You know, they would rip out uh, all the infrastructure of the podcast uh, world around my house uh, just so that I wouldn't be able to spew my shit. But I know and I have enough sense not to say it, so that was just a fucking accident. Um, does Does it work should he be uh, should he have been fired? Eh, I don't know. Uh I I've, I've kind of sw- uh, uh changed my view on things. Maybe maybe not. Um uh, in this day and age there's no way you're not going to be fired. Uh Jack Morris, will he be fired? Mm. Tough to tough to say. We are in a really really sensitive stupid asshole time of the world here. So uh I, w- I would hate that if you were fired, okay? But, um, my God, I-, I can promise you, Jack Morris didn't sleep last night. All because of this.
1: Now what do you do with Shohei Otani? Be very, better careful.
0: You walk him. Oh. That makes me sad that you can't do accents of people. Even if you don't say anything offensive, you can't do accents of people. That's bullshit. Come on, man. Um, d- will we ever get back to the glory days when we could, uh, we could do that? Mark says, could have been worse. I could have made, fu- uh, made fun of some, some guy's dungarees. Megan says, uh, sponsorships go bye-bye if you start spewing racist words like that. Yeah, probably. (laughs) I'm guessing that's the case. Jason says, I think Morris will be okay because his apology was offered quickly and without being forced by public backlash. Well, I don't know about that. I'm sure that there was plenty of public backlash. It only takes an instant after it happens to fire off a tweet. Uh... Uh, something else i want to look up um, i was reminded of it when the uh airplane went down what, what was it i forget what happened it was a um Asiatic, uh, airlines or something like that. Asi- I forgot the name of that damn airlines. About eight years ago, I think it was in San Francisco. And then, uh, everybody was clamoring for the news, um, about it and looking for information. And somebody called the TV station in San Francisco and said, uh, yeah, this is uh so-and-so from the FAA. We are, uh, releasing the names. Um. Of the uh, of the pilot and the uh, co-pilot and the crew that uh, were on that plane, and the news reporter, ju- they they just handed it to her and she read it off. And uh, The
2: coroner is still trying to determine the cause of death and whether she was already dead when the truck hit her. We have new information now also on the plane crash. KTVU has just learned the names of the four pilots who were on board the flight. They are Captain Sum Ting Wong, Wee Tu Lo, Ho Li Fook, and Bang Ding Ao. The NTSB has confirmed these are the names of the pilots on board flight 214 when it crashed. We are working to determine exactly what roles each of them played during the landing.
0: That's more ridiculous than any scene from the film Anchorman. That makes the fight when uh, the the news teams fought from the different channels seem like something real. This that's how hilarious. Th- this is one of the funniest. Never before has uh, uh, people dying. I don't. I couldn't tell you if anybody died on that flight. I have no idea because the only thing anyone is ever going to remember about Asiana Flight 214 is this
2: moment. We have new information now also on the plane crash. KTVU has just learned the names of the four pilots who were on board the flight. They are Captain Sum Ting Wong, Wee Too Lo, Ho Lee Fook, and Bang Ding Ao. The NTSB has confirmed these are the names of the pilots on board Flight 214 when it crashed. We are working to determine exactly what roles each of them played during the landing on Saturday. Investigators will be...
0: Okay, now she doesn't miss a beat. Now, she might be a real professional where she realized, okay, I just got to keep going and do not start cracking up. Or, I mean, how could you not? I mean, the second I heard that, I didn't even have context of, okay, this is, this is something hilarious. I just went, wait a minute, what? Come on. <laughs> that was, uh, I have never been more happy with a plane crash because of that moment right there. Uh, Derek, how the fuck did she not realize what she just did? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the second that you say captain, it's, I mean, that is those aren't just names. That's a sentence. Captain, if you were saying, Captain, something wrong. We too low. Holy fuck. And then bang, ding, ow, the sound effects. How, how can you not realize that? If I were doing that and I said, Captain, something wrong, I would, I would go, oh, God, you know, this is a, this is a prank. So, and, and someone's going to get fired. All I do is read what's in front of me. And some asshole, I would do this on TV, some asshole doesn't have enough sense to know that this fucking prank is being perpetuated in the newsroom. And some dumb dick typed it up on the prompter and gave it to me. Fuck you, double-barreled middle fingers. I'm out of here. This is bullshit. Kenny writes, "Quote: I have never been more happy with a plane crash." Eric Zane quote of the day: "As if there are plane crashes that make me happy." God, you're right. <laughs> uh, Josh writes, uh, "She didn't realize it because she's a news reader." It's um, he wrote he, he wrote it's beige. I don't know if, what he means by that. Uh, I think he might that might be a typo. And you just read the prompter. Yeah, if you're not engaged in what you're reading, that's entirely possible. All right. We're just a handful of minutes away from Dear Meathead. Let's see how we're doing here. I had about five, six minutes before he joins us. Oh, oh, man, everybody's a little sleepy today because I don't have shit. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. Let's see if we can make something happen. If you have a question for dad about anything going on in your life, you need advice about something. Uh, I don't know, something happening with the kids. Uh, Something happening at home could be good, bad, uh, whatever. Something very uh, basic. That's fine, too. Eric at com. All right. The open and live stream of this show which is getting like longer and longer every time brought to you this time around by my policy shop insurance. And, um, what you have here is an insurance agent who wants you to reach out to him so that he can help you make informed decisions about insurance. Now it takes a rare person to be this excited about something as insanely boring as insurance. And I have that rare person in the fold of the Eric Zane show podcast. Uh, the name is on its way skyrocketing to being legendary. Frank, the tank fuss. Like don't make a fuss. F U S S Frank, the tank fuss. Now, if you get your insurance from the marketplace, you should have an annual meeting with Frank the Tank okay, to make sure you're getting the right policy. If you're like me a few years ago and you just buy it, you're going to screw it up. There are many hoops to jump through, and it's a pain in the ass. And it's a lot of time to get it right, and you probably won't if you do it on your own. Let Frank do it. And oh, by the way, It doesn't cost anything. Now, I can't think of a more fantastic thing to tell you about than this. Okay? Absolutely 100% free. This is what you do. There's a website, and I don't care where you are. Go to the website and put your information in there. Buyinsurancehere.com. This is very simple. Your name, who you are, your address, phone number that Frank can reach you, what you're looking for. And there's a, a laundry list of like things you can check. Uh, I need dental insurance. I need health insurance. Uh, I need car insurance. Uh, my dad's going to be uh, utilizing the Medicare system. He's going to be turning 65 in the next six months. You check it. Okay? This is an easy way for Frank to get uh, listeners of this show to, uh, engage him so that he can help you. And you're going to love this. I, I, utilize Frank, uh, starting, well, it was last, uh, fall when I had to enroll for my insurance plan that I get through, uh, the marketplace. And man, this guy's a dynamo like, and he works at these crazy hours. So I get a call at like 9 PM on Friday. Yeah. I'm just working on your policy right now. All right. You, do you, do you have a minute? Uh, yeah, it's like 9 PM on a Friday. I don't care. I love insurance. You do. All right. Uh, do this. I Even if you, like, get insurance from your employer, okay? You know how, like, you... They, okay, it's open and roll, man. You got to sit this boring fucking meeting, and they give you this stack of shit you have to review? Ugh. Just give it to Frank. Uh, and F- Frank's going to uh, uh, sit there with the chubby, and uh, like, uh, uh, because he has insurance information, and he's going to help you make sure... Uh, he's going to help you make the best decision for your insurance policy from your employer. So he he covers everything, man. I'm telling you, this guy is a, is the a best kept secret. How could the fact that there's somebody saying on a podcast he's the best kept secret in insurance? That's Frank. Buyinsurancehere.com. Uh, there's comedy happening, and uh, you've got two last comic standing winners coming to the West Michigan area, John Heffron and John Reap. Heffron spells his name J-O-H-N. Reap spells it J-O-N. I'm a uh, J-O-H, J-O-H-N guy myself, but um, these two are awesome. And the fact that you can see this comedy show for 25 bucks is ridiculous. Fullhousecomedy.com. Part of Back Alley Comedy Club. The umbrella of comedy clubs. Hang on. All right. Hefron and Reap. They start in a week. uh, Just about a week. Tuesday, August 24th, Howard City Lanes. All these shows, 25 bucks. Wednesday, August 25th, Spectrum Lanes, Wyoming. Thursday, August 26th, Park Theater, Holland. It's like a tour. Friday, August 27th, Rockford Lanes. And then Saturday, Back Alley Comedy Club in Muskegon. Tickets for these shows and others, including Mitch Faitel and Eddie Griffin. You can go to fullhousecomedy.com. Go to that site, it says Upcoming Events, click here, and buy your tickets. Nice job, Donnie. Okay, so you're, if you're growing anything in your house or outdoors, vegetables, flowers, or the best cannabis that you've ever created uh, from the work of your hands, uh, you know what it takes to get that job done. It isn't as simple as just dropping a seed in the ground. And then, uh, voila, you've got uh, whatever the earth is going to give you. You need uh, fertilizers, supplements, soils, uh, pots, uh, know-how, expertise, knowledge. That's what you get at Horizon Hydroponics. H-O-R-I-Z-E-N hydroponics.com. Buy from anywhere in the U.S. Use the coupon code Show at checkout. You'll save 10%. You can also buy it that way and then pick it up at any of the four locations in uh, Lansing, Kalamazoo, and West Michigan. There's also a phone number on the website. Before you buy, you have a question, call it, and they'll help you out. They're awesome there. No, oh ESPN is now reporting. Um, Hall of Fame pitcher uh, Jack Morris uses... Accent before remarks before at bat by Shohei Otani apologizes. So now it's it's blowing up on a more of a national level. God. No comments from whatever task force in this story. They're just kind of covering it. I'd be bummed out if Jack Morris got the uh, got the Ziggy over that, but. I would say it's a pretty good chance that that will be the end of Jack Morris. And that is absolutely ridiculous. To me, there is nothing funnier than an Asian accent. Like that story I told Monday of that lady uh, doing her thing and then laughing after every sentence. (laughs) Sorry, that's funny. Do you guys think I'm a racist? Come on. Bullshit. Might be a little racist. I'm kidding. Dear Meathead brought to you by JM Synthetics. Online at JamSynthetics.com. I wonder what Dad thinks about this.
3: Welcome home, Johnny on the spot. Hi, Dad. How you doing?
0: Never better. I miss you.
3: I miss you too, honey. How's it going?
0: It's going very well. What have you been doing in the past two weeks? That's fun and exciting.
3: Oh, uh, well, really nothing's been exciting. It's been just work, 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 work all week. All I do, well, my wife and I do is it's cut the grass. So oh, we had lots of company. And we had a lot, of, of course, we had a lot of company. Oh,
0: yeah, really? Who's uh, who, Who's been visiting, Dad?
3: Well, we had Jimmy.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and Sue so and Jim. Okay, so all these family members visiting—that's nice. Mike. All right, I like that. I like that. I, I I owe you guys a visit. We should have another party again. Oh my gosh, that'll be fun. Now we could do shish kebab bar, but there's also other recipes I'd like to share
3: with you. Well, you're going to be our head cook, so you'll have to make the decision.
0: Okay, so you want me to? I could I could write the menu, and then. Okay and then let it be good yeah that was a hell of a time last time that would that oh was. oh
3: my gosh what a job you did oh
0: <laughs> holy cow no i enjoyed that that was uh that was a uh, we you know we're uh you know a few months removed from from that and i i i recall nothing but good times dad
3: no, that was, I, i'll tell you what i would really want to uh, say that uh, that was one of the best parties i've ever had here
0: Oh yeah, that was. I mean, uh, you guys
3: really made a difference, you know. We should. We
0: should amp it up and start playing like poker or something like that.
3: No, 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 no. Slot machine, get arrested. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. Spend a couple of nights in jail, you know. <laughs>
0: I'm, a, I'm a big fan of uh, bocce ball. Have you ever played bocce ball?
3: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. We we
3: played it. Oh yeah. In fact, I thought we even had one. No. It didn't no? Oh, Marquee had it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll
0: bring the bocce ball set. That's, can,
3: that's kind of a fun game.
0: Uh, yeah, it is. It's a great game, man. And the fact that the playing field is different depending on where the marker ball is, I, I just, I've always loved that game.
3: Oh, that's fun. It really is. And, and then uh, the way I cut the grass, it's pretty smooth for that stuff here. Well, yeah,
0: you know, but even if it isn't, that makes the game tough, you know? Yeah. So, but, all right. Well, Dad, I've, uh, I've got a number of things that I'd like to uh, uh, run by you.
3: Before uh, I do that, is, is your beautiful wife home?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, she is, uh, she is with me. In fact, I was just sharing the news with the audience.
3: Oh, that, all right. That, all right. Hi, hi.
0: Uh, she can't hear you right now, but... Uh, uh, oh, well, Just pass it on. Yeah, yeah, I will. But I was just saying that uh, she, she just, um, you won't believe this, she just got a new job she did yes she uh saw something that looked appealing to her in her uh uh in and so she applied and it's like two and a half or uh, i should say one and a half times the amount of money i mean it's like a, a, a uh i mean her last job was fine she was it was very rewarding to her but she felt like she could earn more money so she found something she likes and my god she uh she applied they interviewed her and they uh, like an hour later, they called her back and said, you got the job.
3: Wow. Well, hey, she's a pretty short kid anyway, so I call him kid because everybody in my category is a kid.
0: Everybody's <laughs> a kid. When you're when you're 87 years old, there are a few people that aren't kids.
3: That's right. <laughs> you're 86. Wow, I'm 86. I don't push it.
0: You're 86?
3: Yeah.
0: Oh, I thought you were 87. No. Oh. Wait a minute. What, uh, what, what year were you born again? 1934. Uh, 34, 44, 54,
3: 64,
0: 74, 84,
3: 94,
0: 14. Uh, I, 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 I'll have to go back and do the math, but I thought I could have swore you were 87. Jesus.
3: All right. Well, no, I'm 86. I know I'm 86. 30, 87 in I'll March. be 87. In March. March. Excellent.
0: All right, Dad. Nathan has a question. He writes Nathan? this. Uh, Nathan. He writes. Oh, Na- uh, hi,
3: Nathan. How you doing, buddy?
0: He uh, he writes us. Uh, Dear Meathead, I have a friend that is fat and smelly and looks funny. Wow. Uh, how do I motivate him to stop eating and start running? Oh boy. Yeah, that's a that's a harsh thing to say, by the way, by Nathan. I, I can't believe he would be so bold.
3: Well, this character of me, uh, for instance, let's say I have a friend in that same category. Uh, I would definitely, I would. my comment is, just in a nice way, not a derogatory way, I say, Nathan, you know you're overweight. That's not a healthy situation. Yes. You're cutting your life span by 50%. Easily. Easily. That's right. That's a good thing. Now, I'm I'm t- uh, Of course, I don't know if you're going to tell, I you don't have the experience of being overweight, so you can't say uh, I've been there and all that, but I myself have been not overweight, but I was like in a well, by the high numbers.
0: Yeah, you know. Yeah, <laughs> well, not- so, so I, I, uh, I am now. Are you suggesting that the doctor said, uh, Ruben, you're not overweight, but I see some high numbers.
3: Uh, at this time, yeah, I'm not overweight, but that t- my <laughs> doctors never would tell me that. <laughs> oh, doc- okay. Doctors, uh, I think they would.
0: Okay, they would. gotcha.
3: But I think you ought to tell him. If you want to be uh, telling, either you want to gain him or lose him. So if you have his interest at heart, that you have to do something about this weight. And now I, I see some people that are overweight. My God, how could I live? And then that is really playing, uh, hell on your life because you are your years are outnumbered
0: yeah the last thing you want to do is play hell
3: well so if you're overweight it's playing hell
0: no i agree with you dad i agree with you uh all right dad moving on
3: conversation i have nathan's interest at heart
0: oh absolutely absolutely i'm sure he feels that way too i think that uh I, i i i'm sure he will send the appropriate message
3: yeah, please. I mean, that's your life. You're actually cutting it down by forty percent.
0: Wait of your living span. I I, I thought you said fifty percent. It went down ten percent.
3: Well, I'm, I'm I'm trying to be a little bit uh, easier on you. Easier. All right. Yeah. You know. I mean, hey, it's not an easy task to lose weight.
0: Okay. So, uh, in 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 one minute, are you going to say that it's uh, going to affect you thirty percent of the time or twenty percent? <laughs>
3: Well, All right. I like my percentages
0: better, uh, Dad. Megan wants your opinion. Oh, well, I guess I should ask you: Have you ever heard of these uh, self-driving cars, Dad?
3: I've heard of them, but I really don't know how the heck it could be a self-driving car. Yeah, and you sit there and do nothing.
0: Well, they are—they uh, are a thing, and they are on the road right now. And um, they. I hear them. Yeah. But I don't
3: understand how that can happen.
0: Well, they have managed to do that. Um, getting behind the wheel of a car that brakes on its own. Uh, you, you, you punch in where you want to go, and it gets you there. Uh, now, um, they, they suggest that you still stay engaged. You don't, like, go to sleep, okay, which is kind of weird. I'm still trying to figure out why. I mean, what what is the point if you have to still be engaged? But what would you Dad, would you feel comfortable behind the wheel of a self driving car?
3: I don't think I could ever be engaged. I wouldn't want it behind me. <laughs> you know? George says, I don't even want you to be behind no, me.
0: No, no. I'm <laughs> I, I I couldn't agree more. I think that's uh I, I I don't even like the thought of knowing that that is it. You know what they're doing now? They're actually uh, it, it's affecting other industries like trucking. Like trucks would be on the road. They're here right now. This is actually a thing.
3: Lately, I hear quite a few truck accidents. Now, I don't know if that's one of those trucks or just the drivers are really yeah either drunk or falling asleep. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Uh, if you uh, let's just say hypothetically you were comfortable behind the wheel of a uh of a self-driving car. Megan wants to know what you would do to pass the time.
3: Well, I said you to sleep, but I, I concur.
0: Yeah, you just sleep. I don't know how anybody could uh, be comfortable sleeping. I, mean, I
3: don't think I would ever yeah. ever be able to get in the back of the wheel of that
0: yeah.
3: particular type of vehicle. No way.
0: Yeah, I don't I, I can't see myself doing that either. I want to be in control. Um, Dad, the Detroit Tigers uh announcer, his name is uh Jack Morris. Do you do you yes. recall that name? Yes. Well, um he is um you know one of the uh uh announcers for the uh for the team. And uh yesterday it became kind of a uh, a thing where um People are now angry at him. Oops, I don't know what the deal is with that. Is your is your phone acting up, Dad?
3: Well, it sounded like I missed you for a second. Oh, okay, all right.
0: Uh, I don't know if your uh, if your phone your phone might be a little bit loud, and that's causing like a feedback.
3: What could I do to make it on
0: loud? <laughs> is there like a volume control?
3: Wait a minute, Johanna says she can do it. Aha. Well,
0: uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, much better. Much better. You can hear me, right?
3: Yeah, I hear you. Buddy. Okay, you good. lower than uh Okay.
0: All right. Well, anyway, uh a uh a uh Morris was uh doing his thing and a Japanese player came to the came up to bat and Morris did a Japanese accent. You know, yeah, kind of like did an impression of of yeah. a of a Japanese guy. Um uh, now I don't know if you're aware of this, but apparently that's a bit that that's like a problem, and now people are saying that he should be fired because he did an impression of a Japanese guy. What are your thoughts about that?
3: Well, if he did it uh, intentionally just to uh, make fun of him, yeah, it's just not a cool thing as far as I'm concerned.
0: Yeah,
3: uh, I, I'm not. I'm not so sure if. Uh, Punishing him is that, that's a pretty stiff uh, penalty.
0: Right, right. Uh,
3: but uh, it's not a cool thing. It's, it's a team member, and uh, the team is proud of him. or glad to have him.
0: Well, he didn't like. Uh, he wasn't insulting. He didn't say anything insulting. Uh, I uh, what the. Um the other guy said well okay here comes uh so-and-so and he's the japanese guy and he's he's coming up to the plate how should we pitch him and morris said very very carefully but he said it like he was an asian guy he said very very carefully or something like that uh,
3: uh so well, i don't know is that
0: the morris is part of the, is that
3: Maurice? morris J- morris jack morris, morris. Is part of that team and that's a team member and you start making fun of him like that. that that's definitely intended to be making fun of him
0: okay wow i didn't i didn't see this coming so you think that that's that he should be uh, some type of punishment for uh doing an impression of an asian dude
3: i think there should be some kind of a individual private conversation with the guy yeah and tell him hey uh, we we just don't appreciate you doing that to this particular player yeah and uh it's the reason not your place to make fun of them. Ah, uh, how do you think, how would you have felt if you were him and I was you and I was making the same uh, situation there for you? You know,
0: wow. You're uh you're, you're more woke than I am because I don't think that they should do anything to him. I didn't have a problem with it at all, but I guess that's just me.
3: Oh, well, Hey, you can't make uh, fun of somebody that's uh, a team player and, uh, He's a foreign player to begin with. He's already yeah. under pressure. Yeah, but
0: what if he talks funny?
3: Well, you know, you just don't need to uh, repeat it. You yeah. know, it's his, it's his way. It's his, it's his, his uh, uh-huh. way of talking. And uh, let it go. I mean, people are easy to make fun of everybody yes. for some things or other.
0: Uh, all right,
3: Very and, good. and I don't, I don't agree with that. It should not. It should have been. Uh, whoever made that comment should have been fired but it should be punished okay
0: All right, dad how about this one it's my last question for you Justin writes this how do you get a young child to remember to flush the toilet Uh, kids are in in a big hurry and it's very gross at the house Uh, what do I need to do to get my kid to remember to flush the toilet well, how old is
3: the kid, you uh, know, is a question.
0: Uh, he indicated the age range 7 to 10.
3: Man, that's a little weird. You just have to simply keep bringing it to his attention. Or stand by the door. As he's coming on, ask him, did you flush
0: the toilet? Oh, God, that sounds like a pain. But what if you're, what if you're at work? Maybe, uh, maybe like maybe well,
3: I understand that. But if you're if at home and he goes put there... Put the uh, What? Put a little sign on the door. Hey. Do I think that you got to put a sign on the door?
0: Sign on the door is, is good. But please. the kid, I
3: don't think, is going to be paying yeah. attention to that. Yeah. But, um, I, I, I think he's, he's got to be told
0: okay tell them repeatedly sign on the door now yeah, i heard
3: he's coming out there wait a minute did you flush the toilet Simple.
0: okay Is there? No, go
3: flush it
0: there's there's nothing worse than lifting that lid and and uh, number one is bad enough but if you have the number one number two and toilet paper combination it might be one of the worst things you could possibly see well
3: I think uh, I would want to learn by if someone keeps repeating something to me. Yeah. It's a habit already by him doing it without having anyone paying attention to it. And now you're taking away that attention. So, but I have to keep reminding, hey, did you do it? Did you do it? You got to do it. Absolutely. I think that's a good, good way to go.
0: All right, Dad, I tell you what, I am. Uh... I am, I am all out of questions, and uh, I tell you what, uh, you, you once again have nailed it. I appreciate you guys so much, and uh, I, uh, I, uh, again, I miss you, and I can't wait to see you guys, okay?
3: Well, mutually same here, honey. We missed you, and uh, that's a good thing. Yes. We're looking forward to the next, uh, next uh, visit. All right,
0: Dad, I'll talk to you guys. Joanne, bye. I love you guys. Love you, Abby. Okay, love you too. Okay, thanks again, Bye. Dad. All right, see you. Another rib edition of Dear Meathead brought to you by JM Synthetics. Online at jmsynthetics.com. I'd be lying uh, if I told you that I wasn't thrown off by my dad still thinking that he's 86 years old. Now, this might be very embarrassing to me, but I'm pretty sure that if you're uh, born in 1934... March of 1934, that would make you uh, 87, right? Like 2021 minus 1934, 87. He's 87 years old. I know this. I remember we made a big deal about his birthday when he turned 87. You have March of 1934 when he was born. So March of 44 is 20 years. I can't believe I have to do this, this basically. But Adam says, yes, your dad is 87. I'm going to do this just just for my own sake. 44, 54, 64, 74, 84, 94, 2004 is 80 years. March of 2004 is 80 years. Add seven. 87. He thinks he's 86. We have had this conversation so many times and you okay i could go there with a calculator and just simply do 2021 minus 1987 or minus 1934 and it would say 87 and he still would argue that he's only 86 oh my god Dean says, my God, you are counting on your finger. I was using that to illustrate, Dean. Try to keep up, you fucking square-headed moron. Right. Unbelievable. That is so ridiculous. Kenny says, we all knew he was wrong when he said it. Did you see my face? I was like, wait a minute. Come on now. We've talked about this. Um God, so now I have to have the conversation with him and say, "Dad, uh, so how old are you?" I'll, I'll just I'll just go by. Hey, Dad, how old are you again? And he'll probably say eighty-seven. Uh, but if he says eighty-six, I gotta I gotta break the news to him. Dad, you're not. You're eighty-seven. What? What are you talking about, guy? All right, uh, get some merch. EricZaneShow.com. Click on merch. Thank you. Buy a t-shirt. Uh, there's nine different styles to choose from. All sorts of colors, long sleeve, short sleeve, uh, tanks, whatever. It's all there. Ericzaincho.com. Uh, my sponsor, Dumpster Divers. Thank you to them. Not all dumpsters are created equal. If you are in the West Michigan area, have Emilio and Kyle deliver a dumpster to you. I got to get a hold of uh, Kyle and get him on here again. He's he's funny and I love that guy. Uh, Kyle from Dumpster Divers. He loves being on the podcast. It's like his favorite thing. Get a dumpster from Dumpster Divers. Call or text 616-375-9962. They're cheaper than all the other companies, and they don't look like shit. That's, that's what they should use as their selling point. You won't pay as much, and they don't look like shit. They occupy less space, too, because they're high wall dumpsters and short. Okay, not like these, these ones that are like uh, five-and-a-half feet tall, the walls, And it's like uh, this big, giant, rusted-out calamity in your driveway. Dumpster Divers, 616-375-9962. A&E Heating and Cooling, online at aeheatingcooling.net. And you can call Joe, 616-516-8579 for anything at all, air conditioning, heating, uh, furnace system, whatever you need. You need something brand new installed, you can do that. It's going to save you a ton of money. I uh, challenge you to uh, reach out to any other two companies in West Michigan. Get the estimates from those guys, whoever are there. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's a big company, small company, some schmo. It doesn't matter. Joe will beat the price. And if he doesn't beat it in the initial estimate, then you say, hey, that's when you break the news to him that you got estimates from another one. You got to beat those. gonna goes, all right, fine. Joe Martinez, A&E Heating and Cooling. Finally, uh, thanks again to my friends at Gift of Life Michigan. And this is for all of you, not just in the great state of Michigan, but what you do is you go to ericsaneshow.com, click on the Gift of Life logo. It'll take you to a page about registering you for organ donation. You can't take this stuff with you, and your organs can save eight people's lives. And as you know, organ donation is very, very near and dear to me. I was a living donor uh, this i'm not even asking you anything about being a living donor you you can as always do that if you ever feel a notion or uh, uh wanting to do that do reach out to me i can i can i have a master's degree in living kidney donation uh and if you wanted to donate your kidney or uh part of your liver i could help you through all of that but uh, gift of life is talking about uh, when you do take your dirt nap give it all away man Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Gift of Life Michigan. Click on the uh, logo at ericsaintshow.com. It'll take you to a page. You can either, um, uh, it'll tell you how to do it through your driver's license or just click on a spot on that same page and you can just fill out the form and then you're in the system. Then you're you're laying there at the side of the railroad tracks. Your arms have been ripped off. Your head's in six pieces. And they go, all right, this dummy uh, decided to cross the tracks. Uh, but it says here that he's donated all his organs. Uh, let's let's get him to the hospital and get the shit out of him. It isn't quite that graphic. But, uh, you know, I got to be me. There's always a stupid joke in there. Thank you, gift of life. Guess what? I got to pee. Uh, BJ said, can you uh, do it faster? took you like three and a half minutes last time. Shut up. I got it. Unbelievable. All right, uh, so I'm going to take a leak, and uh, I will. I will. I'm going to go potty. I'm not going to take a piss, Sarah. I'm going to go tinkle, and I'll be back. No move. By the way, it's not Kyle Fade. It's not three and a half minutes. That song is only like two minutes long. Two and a half. There's a dynamic that's developing here at the Eric Zane show podcast household, and it involves my brother-in-law, the NFK, or No Filter Kevin lives with us in case you don't know. Sometimes I like to provide a little refresher for who this person is. Why is he at your house? Uh, my brother in law Dave dropped dead just over a year ago in his sleep. He lived with the NFK, Kevin, who they these guys lived like at the poverty level. It was remarkable how they even survived. But they lived together very simply. Uh, they were both, they're they're both retired. And uh, so they basically just sat around and stared at each other for like years. So Kevin became kind of institutionalized like fucking Brooks. And uh, all of a sudden he moves in with us because somebody's got to take care of him. And, uh, if you don't know, he is, there are some special needs there. Not like, uh, he's not like shitting in his hand and wiping it on the windows or anything like that. Uh, but he, uh, it always sounds crazy when I say it, but he had a temporal lobe lobotomy to, uh, get rid of a damaged portion of his brain from years of grand mal seizures. So he's here now. Most of you have uh, heard the uh, ridiculous stories of things that have happened. By the way, the uh, uh, shower patrol is still in full force. He took a shower yesterday. We have now uh, gotten past all of that one year of non-showering. It's still ridiculous to, to, to even uh, utter the words that when he first moved here, uh, the end of July 2020, I actually made him take two showers in two days, and he told me to go fuck myself on both of them. That was terrible. And then he hadn't taken a shower until last month. So, like, just short of one calendar year, he hadn't taken a shower. And you're like, how? And he's like, well, he, uh, he, he, like, he would take sponge baths. And you're uh, definitely not hitting all the spots because there was some stench. Long story. But Diana and her, uh, her cousin had an intervention and convinced the fucker. Uh, if you're living in the house, you need to take showers. So that's it. He takes showers now. I don't know how she did it. Because I got sick and tired of being told to go fuck myself. Trying to convince a 60-year-old man to wash his asshole. Uh, some of you might be like, well, you should have just taken charge. It's like, ah. God, That's easy to say. The latest thing is he doesn't like, he feels like he's in the way and I don't like that. I don't want him to feel like he's in the way, but I don't know if I have an air about me that I act like he's in the well. Well, no, I take it back. He is in the way there are times when he's standing there at the ice maker and he occupies so much damn space and he, it it's tough to move around him. And I think he realizes that. So, um, if he's sitting in his chair watching TV for the 14 uh, 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 hours of TV that he's watching every day, and I'm in the kitchen, like let's say in the morning, I'm making my coffee, uh, feeding the dogs. The second I go, all right, guys, let's go upstairs and talk to the dogs and lead them upstairs. And I go upstairs as soon as I start going upstairs then he gets up and now it's his turn to use the kitchen. It's a big kitchen. There's plenty of room. I'm learning that, if I forgot something and I come back down and he started the trek into the kitchen, he stops, turns around and uh, ambles back like penguin Stein back to the chair and sits. And there've been a couple times where, uh, I've gone up the steps and then came back down and then he did that. And then like two more times, like I had, I had, I just had to come back. I kept forgetting shit. So now I'm like oh fuck now if I go, I got to make sure that I got everything done so I don't have to come back down there because it's going to fucking freak him out. <laughs> so he's going he gets up, walks 3 steps, turns around, sits back down. Gets up, walks 5 steps, turns around, sits back down. And is like, "Dude, just you can we can work at the same time." I mean, I don't know what why why this is happening. Oh. Holy shit. I've got a story here that is Uh, one of the grossest things I've ever heard. Um, Thank you to Bleeding Heart Brian for sending it along. Have have any of you ever uh, had any of your kids ever have uh, head lice? Or have you ever had head lice? I I tell you what, just the thought of that really, really uh, puts me on edge. It makes me so uncomfortable to think that, Little nits are crawling uh, in your hair and laying eggs rapidly. Just, just lay an egg in your head hair, which then hatches. And then the, all these creatures are, are, are eating your, your, your. Can you imagine if the NFK had head lice with the amount? This is really going to get gross. With the amount of uh, uh, dermatitis he has, remember I've talked to you about that? It's like, it's like fucking scaling a fish on his head. He actually has, has head meat. Uh, how much of a uh, harvest and field day, a smorgasbord of food that head lice would have on the NFK's head? Holy shit. Which, by the way, I'm getting close to haircut day when I have to give him a damn haircut, and I'm not looking forward to it. But it might be better now because he's been taking a shower. Who knows? So um, this comes up about this disgusting thing of having head lice because Newsweek just published a story. Uh, some lady based in Australia has a TikTok um, page dedicated to treating people with lice. She's an expert at this, at uh at bad cases of people with lice, so this is this to me falls into the uh, realm of like people who would watch this, people who would watch like Doctor Pimple Popper. I, I can't do it. Uh, I I th- there's been like one time that somebody said you got to see this, and they and they showed me some of this lady's expertise and some of the things that happen. You know, the word of the day around around the world is satisfying. Oh, it's so satisfying to see that mass of pus fly out of that that uh, uh, volcano on that guy's back, leaving a massive hole like a bullet where it once was. That is not good. And if you're any animal that thinks that that is uh, – That that's like uh, something that's good entertainment. You're a sick fuck. Okay, you need to know that. Oh my god. Holy shit. Uh, That's what we're um, that's what we're going on. And 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 I'm looking at Melissa here, who is I mean Melissa is a sophisticated, sweet, lovely lady. Well, you all are, frankly. Uh, Look at and it seems like it's always the women. Melissa and Kate. Both saying they love Dr. Pimple uh, Popper. Uh, That's really, really disgusting. Okay. So, let me just read to you the headline. Teen girl so infested with head lice, they're, quote, drinking blood out her face. What? What? Uh, the viral TikTok is uh, produced by some lady named Rachel. Uh, she uh, calls the lice, who, who, who runs the uh, lice clinic, regularly posts clips from her day job to the social media platform documenting extreme cases of nits. A uh, 13-year-old girl came to the clinic, thought to be based in Australia. I don't know if Rachel's from Australia, but the kid is thought to be from uh, Australia. I sure hope they blur out faces. Can you imagine if she doesn't? That, that, that's got to be the case, right? So now I, I need you to know, I have not watched this, and I, and I am not going to watch this. I am going to link it up for you to watch it because some of you sick bastards uh, would, would, would love to watch this. But just reading you the account of this is one of the sickest things I've ever heard in my life. It's being described as one of the worst infestations of head lice. Uh, Rachel filmed um, Rachel filmed the client's hair practically alive. The hair is practically alive with hundreds, if not thousands of nits. The head lice removal specialist talked people through the treatment saying, welcome back to the lice clinic. We've got a massive treatment today. So get your hairnets on and let's get into it. Can you imagine the kid just sitting there like uh, feeling like a fucking idiot? Man, forget like bullying making you want to commit suicide. If, I, if I'm the kid, I'm like, fuck, I'm going to end it. This is terrible. I can't believe I'm doing this. Jesus, somebody put a bullet in my head right now. This is terrible. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to tell you that if I find lice on the NFK, this is really simple. Uh, I'm going to get some gasoline and put it on his head, and we're going to light a match, and that's going to be the end of it. Very simple procedure, and we're going to take care of everything that quickly. Um, She writes, the first thought in in the video, she says, my first thought when a client comes in like this, I'm like, oh, my God, this is a whole dang lot of lice. My other thought is, can we shave her hair? I'm just kidding. Well, I would be, yeah, absolutely you shave her hair. I mean, if I'm the parent of a kid who's got that much lice, I'm not taking the kid in to get them taken out one at a time. You, uh, you, what you do is you go to like a, 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 field or I don't know, maybe a gravel pit and, uh, you, you get one of those, uh, like cherry pickers and, uh, you, you, uh, strap her ankles to the thing and then you hold her upside down. You get in a hazmat suit and then as they're all falling out, you shave her head down to nothing and then you scrub her head and then you leave her there for a few days. Okay. And then uh, come back and do it a few more times. Wash your head, and then that should do it. That that is how I would I would be so I would actually stop loving my child if they had that many head lice. If there was even one bit of head lice, I think I would for You know, I always feel like I hate O'Neill when he eats shit. Okay, and then I always, after time passes, I feel better about it. But I would honestly say that if I saw a head lice on one of my kids, I, I may disown them. Okay, uh, I'm totally kidding, of course. Uh, the young girl has long brown hair, overrun with blood-sucking adults, laying dozens of eggs, actually turning the color, turning that, uh, girl's hair color almost gray. She, it looks like a, it, it, it's, it's moving, they said. She said, sometimes we do shave people's hair, but I don't want to have to shave this lovely girl's hair. She's 13, and she had gorgeous long hair. Uh, so what? So what? She, she says in the thing, so as you can see, these lice, lice are just having an absolute rave in her hair. They have taken control. They're like the Taliban. I think there were more lice than strands of hair on her head. My God, is this gross? And you can see they're all falling in her jumper and all over her arms and legs. So she's doing this with the kid there. If you're the kid, oh, my God. They're literally everywhere, and here you can see there was no more space in the hair, so they're crawling onto her face and drinking blood out of her face.
1: God. Fuck.
0: Oh. She films the girl's neck, clothing, and floor, which is covered with wriggling and dead bugs. She uses a traditional lice comb to get the worst out turning a white baby wipe brown as the lice bodies pile up. Does it get more awful than this? What? I'm, I'm combing through her hair and scooping out massive wads of lice. Slowly. It was a bit painful process, but she was such a superstar. I don't care. No. no. Find a new home. And, I, and I, when I say there's a lot, it's an understatement. They got in my shoes. Uh, they're getting a super deep clean after this. And uh, and this is uh, one of the baby wipes. And, and here's the popping. I don't know what that means. Uh, the clip amassed more than 55 million views by you sick bastards. And it says, and can be seen here. Uh, all right. I am not going to watch it but i am going to share it right now oh god get it off the screen ah some of you may want to watch this this second you're more than entitled to do that if you if some uh, some of you sick bastards need to see this now there you go and if you're the lady removing the lice no, I'm not doing it, Dirk. Forget it. I'm not interested. My stomach already feels like it's, it's, there's something going on down there. I, I, I can't do it. You know? You realize, I already have a disgusting thing happening in this house. Even with showering, I still have to contend with the NFK. I still have a man who ha- fires off his own Hamsbeer shit cannon, OK? So no, I am not interested, and I'm not going to. You can watch it on your own. Oh my god! Uh, Fifty-five million views from sick people like some of you. People demanded an update. Rachel shared a part two on the site uh, to the site on Monday. Says her hair looks so much better but she's not lice-free, you mean you let her walk out the door? I, just knowing that, okay, yeah, well, I got most of it, but you're not lice-free, then you have to go home. I mean, if you have a kid in your house with lice, you don't even let that kid in the house, right? You just sleep on the grass. I, uh, this is, uh, I think it's okay to discriminate. Against a child who has head lice. I think that that is absolutely appropriate. You put that kid on an island like my dad would want you to do. I think I would be more likely to allow a leper into my house than a child with lice. My God, no way. Um, I would rather let someone inject COVID into the uh, tip of my dick than allow a kid with lice into my house. Um Rachel seen here removing more of the eggs with the follow up that you can see here and I will send that along to you assholes. By the way, Rachel's cute. Oh god. I just saw a glimpse of it. I need uh you could do an entire Netflix series on this kid. How did this happen? How did this happen? Chris writes, shoot the parents. Adam Degey in attendance, looking for a free plug, writes, what does this have to do with my new album? Let's get off the beaten path a little bit. Point out that Adam Degey is, uh, you should go and follow. He's a great follow on Facebook, okay, first of all, and he's incredibly funny. And he's a little under the weather right now. Oh, God. Massive infection related to the skin cancer condition. And, uh, man, I am so sorry that you are going through that. But brighter days are coming, my friend. Sorry about that, man. You've got to get past this. You're going to be okay. You're... Amazing, beautiful wife is bringing a baby to town. How about that? So big things coming. We should have you on uh, soon. Dirk has already watched it. He said it was like seeing someone who stuck their head into the snow. So many little bugs. Fuck. Wait a second. Ben Glaze is in attendance. He refers to Adam as the goat. He's a big fan. Of, uh, of, of uh, Adam. And Ben, uh, you know, I, I don't know, man. I, I'm really happy that Ben is here enjoying the live podcast. And it's crazy because as we do this show, he's missing a great opportunity for another rip-roaring edition. Well, four editions a day of Around the Room. I mean, to me, I'm doing something right. If uh, Ben Glaze is here enjoying the show, as opposed to listening to another, well, for another, four more daily rip-roaring editions of Around the Room. Holy shit. So I, I tell you what, I'm going to use that as a, uh, as a massive springboard to having a great day, knowing that I am being chosen. Uh, by Ben over around the room. Fuck, man, that's a that's a win. That's a, that's a great bit. Very exciting. Josh writes, about five or six years ago, we picked up one of our kids from preschool. They were all wearing hairnets, which the teachers called crowns, because someone in the school or class had head lice. My wife itched the whole way home and scrubbed her our apartment from top to bottom. It wasn't us, nor did any of us get it. Well, you know... <sighs> Yeah, God. Oh, I can't even imagine. Let's in fact, while we're here to make Ben feel really comfortable, we can, as all of you can participate in another Rip Ro edition of Around the Comments. You can say, "Hey, uh, and you know, in the vein of the show doing that awesome bit, uh, hey, I'm Josh. And I just painted the inside of my house and other amazingly compelling material like that. So have at it, guys. I think I think that's a that's a that's a winner bit right there. Very, very funny. Very interesting. Okay, hold on a second. I'll make sure I'm not uh, leaving anything out about the lice chick. Um, All right. Lice uh, said, here is my infested client from last week. And this is what we were combing out of her hair. It's a lot. So I guess she's showing like a bull. Uh, uh, Dirk said, I I, I feel like eating rice. Uh, She still has a few bite marks, but they're already healing. So it's all good. We did our usual. We did heaps of combing. We took so much time with this because she obviously has a lot of hair. I also finally got to attack the collection of eggs just in the front of her face. Okay. Now, I am not going to show this, uh, but I mean, I'm not going to show the video, but just so you know, this is what one of those creatures looks like on a microscopic level. File photo of a head louse in hair. Wow, that is bad. Ben writes, (laughs) "I saw Ben's around the comments. (laughs) I saw a spider, (laughs) so I washed it down the drain, (laughs) and I kept the hot water on for a while." Uh, we're incorporating uh, incorporating hot wings. Uh, it is taking the world by storm. Everybody's been talking about hot wings. Laugh talking. You'll never not be able to hear this again. If any of you, if I happen to share any of you with three beer and hot wings, listen for the next that you'll never. It'll ruin it for you. You'll never be able to listen to the compelling content of around the room again because every time our pal Hot Wings talks, he giggles, and it's about he giggles at inappropriate times when there isn't like anything funny happening. He's gotten into such a rut of laugh, talking that (laughs) it'd be like, if I was telling you about my mom dying and I started laughing at, at at, at random times throughout the conversation, you'll never be able to not hear this again. You have my permission to go and listen to it and, and pay attention to when he's talking, he'll be telling a story about something boring and he will laugh talk. Throughout the whole fucking thing. And nobody has the fucking balls to tell him to stop laugh talking. Uh, Around the comments. Hi, I'm Kevin and I've been drunk one time. That's not true. Hi, I'm Marcy and I shaved my legs this morning. Uh, Hi, I'm Adam. Out of sheer laziness, I put a frozen pizza in the oven last night. Wow. This is great. Hi, I'm Rod and I like to party. That's a reference to something. Hi, I'm Uncle Paul, and I like to babysit. Uncle Paul, I know what that means. All right. Enough beating beating up those guys. They've got enough problems. Her family was having a very hard time, and things just overwhelmed them. All they needed was a little extra hand and some care. No. Mm Mm-mm. Just so everyone knows, I do report cases like this with a youth service worker team. Ooh, while responding to another query, she pointed out a lot of time no one asks for help because they are ashamed. A lot of time there's no education on how to get rid of them. Uh, thousands of people shared their opinion on the original video. Uh, I'd be terrified that I accidentally took some home with me. Man, this is insane. All right, that's enough about headlights. Aram says, who does listen to both shows, this is not an exaggeration. That is incredibly similar to the real Around the Room. Okay? And what has happened on that show is, um, again, you have 12 segments to make it happen. And they are so um, devoid of content that four of the 12 segments... 33% of the show is five uninteresting people telling un- uninteresting things, which accounts for like 80 minutes of the show per day. What are you doing? What has happened there? That is the absolute worst. Oh, my God god no exaggeration 80 minutes four segments per day of around the room five boring people telling boring stories you don't believe me listen to it you have my permission listen to it and give me a book report of the rip roaring time about uh Hot wings painting a room. Phillips says, not to mention name that tune every day. Do they play name that tune every day? Look, the only thing that was funny about name that tune was beating the shit out of Joe and whoever the hell else uh, did something stupid. That doesn't happen. They just guess songs. It's a terribly boring show. Uh, Okay. Aram says, name that tune is so bad. Yeah, I know. The whole show stinks. It's awful. Thanks again to Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Despite Megan loving Tesla vehicles, uh, you're encouraged to take your cars there. I need a wheel alignment on the civic. I need, I think I need a wheel alignment. I know I need an antifreeze flush and I think I need a tune up. Okay. Bruce has got it all listed. Bruce takes care of everything over there. What's great is you take it in for, let's say there's a rattle or a shimmy. You don't like you take it in there and they say, yeah, we also have this, this problem. Um, They'll, either, they'll, leave, uh, they'll give you like a code yellow or a code red as to how urgent it is. A, this fluid needs to be changed. And the reason why we say that is because here's an image, and this is all in an email, here's an image of what normal fluid should look like. Let's say it's transmission fluid. Yours is this color. You know, oh, shit. What does that mean? Well, it's not doing its job. That means there's more wear and tear on components in the vehicle. Uh, fluid is key. Uh, you don't know that, Eric, because your cars never have oil in them. Uh, You should do this. Okay. And then you approve the work. They do it. You pick up the car. If you are in West Michigan, even if you're beyond West Michigan, I would recommend taking your car to Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Okay. Uh, Because they're trusted. And that's what people want when it comes to fixing their vehicles. 616-532-6600. Reach out to Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. I got a uh, mortgage company. The Mario Flores Lakeshore Team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Serving people in every state except South Carolina, Maine, Hawaii, and Alaska. 231-332-6505. And similar to uh, Joe Martinez, uh, by all means. Uh, talk to other mortgage people in the business. Make Mario part of that process. You know, uh, he will win. He is absolutely phenomenal. And if your credit score is whatever, 750, this is going to be an easy process. It would for anybody. Where Mario really uh, puts the effort forth is for The poor poor dude who's getting his mortgage for the first time, who has a little or no credit or, uh, you know, Joe Schmo, who's uh, had a divorce or bankruptcy. These are real world things that happen to people. Not everybody has a really high credit score, but uh, your best shot at getting a mortgage is through Mario. He will no stone unturned with Mario and his staff. Trust me. 231 332 6505 for the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. NMLS number 3035. I'm supposed to say that. I say that like 10% of the time. Um, last but not least, uh, a pain in the ass, Rick from TC Paintball. Um, I haven't really talked to Rick since the last time. Uh, We had a a long uh, text dialogue. Uh, He was just wound up about me saying mean things in a joking fashion about audience members. You're going to ruin everything. I am not. Would you relax? Come on. He meant well. I'll give him that. But I am really looking forward to our next paintball event. It comes up August 29th. We are on the precipice of having the most people ever for a paintball event. Okay, and I have this, too. I just remembered this. Thank you to uh, Adam the Odd, who, you know, he's one of the throngs of listeners that enjoy the show. And uh, he lives in Houghton Lake. He provides Adam's oddities for the insane asylum. And uh, I love that guy very much. Him and Michelle are amazing. He plays paintball with us quite regularly. Comes all the way from uh, Houghton Lake. Houghton Lake? Yes, Houghton Lake. Uh, he wants to help out Rick and wants more people to enjoy paintball. It's 35 bucks for this paintball event that we have August 29th. Sunday at 5 p.m., August 29th. He said, hey, man, I want to do uh, two scholarships for can't afford but want to play uh, paintball that I am gifting. Um, okay, so Adam is doing that. He has two scholarships available for two of you audience members who've been like, yeah, want to play, but I don't want to spend the 35 bucks." Maybe uh, um, we can open this up for individuals. We can open this up if you have uh, you and one of your kids or you and your wife or your husband or whatever it may be. And as usual, I'm doing this first come first serve. You got to email eric at ericzancho.com. If you want in now, remember the date you kind of want you to commit to this and then you win. And then I'm like, oh, I can't go. Then I got to go back to the drawing board and find somebody else. And that wouldn't be hard, but whatever. uh, uh August 29th. If you want to play, participate in the paintball event with me, have the free pizza party beforehand, and you're going to love this. And have Adam pay for it out of his own pocket. Email me, eric at ericsancho.com. And if you're hearing this well after the fact, like you're listening to the audio podcast hours after that I did it live, still send it just in case. Because everybody else might be thinking the same thing. So don't ever fall victim to that. I I might still be waiting on the uh, correct number of emails to reward the scholarship. So there you go. We got paintball scholarships to give away, courtesy of uh, the multi-talented Adam and Michelle. Thank you very much. tcpaintballgr.com, if you want to book your own party, Uh, at Wednesday, which is today, is uh, the youth day, if you will, the uh, Paintball Little League. Be a TC paintball with your kid at 5 p.m. They'll use the low-impact guns. They don't hurt in any way. When you get shot by the normal guns, it's so damn odd because it hurts like fuck, especially if you get hit in the right spot, but only for about 15 seconds. And, man, it's remarkable how quickly the sting goes away. And then you are left with a beauty mark of a welt. And you can show that shit off to your friends. All right, looking forward to seeing you all August 29th. That's the podcast for today. I've got the asshole of the day. I'll get to that, but that's pretty much it for the day. So be thinking about the asshole of the day. It's brought to you by, of course, the aforementioned TC Paintball and JM Synthetics. Online at jmsynthetics.com, buy some Amsoil products from Jason Mays. You're really helping him out. Guy spends money out of his pocket. Hardworking businessman. Well, you all, all the businesses are like that. But uh, Jason in particular, he, he. you know, he, uh, if you are a DIY pro and you need lubricants, Amsoil is the best. Uh, reach out to Jason Mays at JM Synthetics, 616-747-0233. Uh, first, go to his website, jmsynthetics.com. Pick out what you want and then call him. And then, of course, TC Paintball. Thank you so much. All right, what do you got for Asshole of the Day? What are we looking at? Uh, Headlights, dear Meathead, uh, around the room. <clears throat> um, hmm. Jack Morris, uh, the Asian Task Force. Who pos- I don't know who we have for... Uh, <laughs> Jelly Ball Does Sting and Leaves a Mark. Hang on a second, I gotta check this out. Um Mitchell says you're getting bonus shots on the 29th, Eric, for paintball. And Josh says, I second that. I believe that. Okay, we are uh, a judgy group today, and I am uh hmm, boy, I don't know. I like I like that one right there. Honorable mention is uh, Lice Girls' Parents. But, I mean, I don't know the situation. They, they, They might just be stupid. I don't know. Maybe. Eric for switching the dates of paintball. You're dumb. All right. But today's asshole of the day has to be the Asian Task Force Losing their mind for uh, going, after Jack Mor- by, uh, going after Jack Morris for what he said. Asian Task Force is, they are the assholes of the day for this. The 18th of August, 2021. Congratulations. Because that whole thing is stupid. I sure hope Jack doesn't get fired. I like Jack Morris. I think he does a great job. The world is weird. Uh, we're a judgy group today. Dirk says, well, yeah, I was talking about about the uh, lice thing. It, it seems like everybody is saying lice girls' parents, lice girls' parents. But, all right, maybe. Uh, all right. Thank you, folks. I appreciate it. Patreon coming up at 11. Join me for that. Patreon.com slash Eric St. So if you want more to listen to, that's what Patreon is all about. That's what it's there for. Thank you for the time today. Till next time, have a good one. Bye-bye.